everyone, and welcome back to Everything from Top to Bottom with Thomas and Brett. Ooh, we're back again. Back again. Another episode for our books. Here we are. How has your week been? Oh, my week. It's been a wild one. I mean, we've had an episode. I feel like I have been editing videos, getting it together. We've been posting really again. I feel like this week was a little bit better, except one day I was a little off. But other than that, we've been pretty like consistent with the videos, getting the content out. I think TikTok hates us. I think so, too. It's they like hate we, our like, words. We talk a little bit good about TikTok, and then all of a sudden they, like... Yeah, we talk a little bit good. I feel like sh- shadow ban us or something. We're, like, fully, like, not doing okay. Well, they hate our audio. For some reason, we say it's, inappropriate words, but... It's like censor... It's the censorship. That's what's been crazy about this week, is really, like, having to edit these videos. I'm cutting out, like, the word penis. Like, what <gasps> What the fuck? Oh. That's a normal human thing. I understand cutting out fuck. Fine. Let the kids not have to hear that. So penis? They should hear penis? that. They should hear that. It's pen it's a pen it's oh. penis. Like <laughs> everyone has it. Take a shot every time you've said it. I the just word. feel like that is so crazy to me. Well And we can't use any of this footage right now. No, just bleep it the whole out. That's gonna be funny. Just I have it so. beep blah, blah. I guess so. We have to get in a rhythm because you edit the videos and I don't. But right. you like them edited. So should I work on editing them or should I just post? Where I, I mean, I guess some don't need to be edited. but Because I feel like I send you videos and I'm like, I could have just posted this. Like, I don't want to give them extra work. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's hard. Um, I feel like our edited videos tend to do better. So I yeah. want to edit them for that reason. Um, but sometimes it is hard. You, and you also like, have the service. You pay for that. Or yeah, you I mean, I have it like an that. app that I accidentally paid for that like helps us edit these videos. But I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's what I wish is just that like we had a scheduler. Like, oh. I just am not great at like waking up in the morning. And it's like what I want to do, like, and my intentions are to do it. That's why I haven't like done it where that like on Sunday I do all of them is because my intentions are like I wake up in the morning and I'm going to do it oh I'm going to do one after work I'm going to do one but then it just never actually happens and I'm all of a sudden running late and when I miss one it's so deterrent deterring deterrent I don't know well so besides the podcast and TikTok and stuff what have you been up to this week what have you been doing I mean work's been crazy exciting I haven't really done I don't know well, I guess I'll tell you about my week then. Yeah, what's been happening with yours? Let's see. What did I do? Oh, I watched the movie Ford versus Ferrari. Love. It was an interesting movie. I didn't realize it was real. It was based on a true story. Sure, yeah. So that was... Ford and Ferrari. Oh, well, obviously they are real brands. I just didn't realize it was based on true events. Got it. And then... Let's see, what did I do on... Well, Wednesday, I went to the gym. Good for you. Yeah, it was a hard workout class. It really did get me. Yeah. Um, And then Thursday, I went to this Beauty and the Beast experience. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your (laughs) Thursday. So... I forgot. Thursday happened yesterday. That is true. And I texted you thinking that you had totally different plans. And this morning, you had, like... Surprise me. No. I was a little surprised. My week, you know I like a plan. Totally. I've had no plans this entire week. Okay. That have just happened spontaneity, spontaneously, and it's been a little stressful. Why? 
Because I like a plan. Yes, and? Uh, yes, and I don't like not knowing what I'm doing every day and okay. having to navigate around that. And what happened on Thursday? Well, so we ended up going to this Beauty and the Beast thing, and um, my friend Dominic, he told me it was, it was advertised as this, like, it's basically kind of like a cosplay kind of night where it's you play games. Um, it's almost like an escape room in a way. Um, an elegant night of drinks and cocktail mixing and, like, all this stuff. Dressed in costume? Yeah. Were you in costume? Ish. Not really. <gasps> what? There were people who were decked out, like full tiaras, like Belle to the ball. Um, Jesus. The girl that was with us, um, her name is Mel, and she she's a designer. She designs clothes. She did like roses on like a gold dress, and it said like beast mode. Like it was it was cute. Work. Um, but for the most part. I I think we did think it was gonna be a little bit more intensive with one the drinks and the food, but they only gave us two drinks and a scone, mm. and I was starving afterwards. I know I'm starving right now, and I just ate. It. Okay, well I haven't eaten at all. Well, that's not my fault. Well, is it? No. Okay. So, no, and <laughs> and then today was like this weekend I had plans. Today I had plans, and everything kind of just got shot to the wind because it's cold again here in Boston and it's going to be like in the ones. Okay, wait, I'm confused. I feel like you're not telling the whole story here. You, what you had different plans on Thursday night, your Thursday night plans were to go with a boy to legacy. Yes. To go see cornbread. Yeah, that didn't happen. So what, what happened? Plans got canceled. He canceled. Yeah. Because it was too cold. No, because it was too tired. What a lame excuse. That's even worse than it's too cold. I know. So I was like, whatever. And then. So you ended up not going at all. Correct. That's so lame that Dominic didn't want to go out with you or someone. No, it wasn't Dominic, but. No, I know. Just like someone wouldn't go out with you that you were with or something. I know, but it's fine. It, it got <clears throat> The weather got really bad. Oh, that was another thing, too. On Wednesday, I drove home in the full snow. Okay. Like two inches of snow, no plow. No, I literally drove home in snow for 45 minutes. Okay. That was like the scariest thing ever. I should not have done that. Yeah, getting out of my, <clears throat> getting out of my driveway. Yeah. yeah, last yesterday morning was a bitch and a half. Oh. I had to shovel. You do realize that I have to do that with a snowplow and like. Okay, but you have a plow. I don't have a plow. No. I was shoveling. I know. My back is killing me today. I know. I was sweating at like nine o'clock. From nine to nine forty, I was like. Salting and icing and sugaring and scooping all these stupid things that you have to do in New England. The only thing that I'll allow you to have this is because your landlord is supposed to do that. Amen. And that's what you pay for. Amen. But I will say every other New Englander slash anybody that is in snow does not feel any sympathy for you. Amen. <laughs> no, I know. It is what it is. Um, but, but like you should still feel. Yeah, you should still. still Whatever. I should still feel sorry for you that you have to do manual labor. Yes, and that I can't speak. Like, it's hard <laughs> these days living out in this world. So I had Friday plans canceled. Oh, right. Your life. And Let's then go. Saturday, my weekend plans got canceled, too. Although tomorrow we are playing pickleball for the first time. hey Legally blind. Brined. That's what I said. Legally oh, brined. I thought you said blind. Don't know, know and me. No and. <laughs> But I'm excited for pickleball. You're nervous because you don't know any of the rules. Correct. I have no concept of the rules at all. I understand just table hit, tennis. Just hit the ball. I know, but that just to me feels so lame going into something not knowing 
anything. Like, I've never played the game once. Like, at least when I went into kickball... <clears throat> sorry, I don't know why I'm so phlegmy today. At least when I went into kickball, I was going into kickball, having played kickball... Kick the ball. Once or twice, you know what I mean? Like, in my, yeah. my days. We were never playing pickleball in middle school. Do you think there are other people who have joined this league that know everything about pickleball? No, I'm sure, but it's just like... It, it, it's the the fear of having like that one team tomorrow that is taking it a little bit more serious and them having like and I I don't want to mess up their game. I don't want to make them not have fun because I am a nuts case that is breaking all the rules. It's not fun to play with someone who's breaking all the rules. I guess I sympathize with you. You and, should. And recognize your feelings, but I don't care because okay. it's just pickleball. It's just a sport. I'm going to hang out with my friends and then afterwards we're going to a bar together. So, yes, but. Yes, but. Okay. For a nor but. Oh, yes, so. Fanboys. Fanboys. Did you ever learn that? Yeah, I learned oh, that. Okay. I didn't know if that was just a stupid thing they taught us. No. That's that's global. Global. Mr. Yeah. Worldwide. Fanboys. Mr. Worldwide. Any music that's been popping for you recently? Um, Ray's album, My 21st Century Blues. There's a few songs on there that are, like, actually insane. Okay. Um, she Goes Hard. Um... I'm excited for SZA's deluxe album to come out. That's very exciting. Well, hold up. Forget the album. Oh, I'm going to see her in a couple yeah. days. For sure. No, that's really exciting. Yeah. That's super exciting. But, I mean, that'll be an update for the next pod. I can't wait. I want to know about that update. I want you to take videos. I have seen stuff on TikTok about her openings. and I haven't seen anything. Oh, I'm so don't even no like, I spoil am it so me. incredibly jealous like watching her like it, you're gonna be in for a performance I'm really excited this I'm really excited good. I'm really excited I haven't been to a concert in so long I miss it well this is your time to shine now hello um, so should we dive in to our topic of the week mm, I guess so you, you don't seem too excited for this one I know I'm a little like I feel like this is your wheelhouse a little bit what is it not my wheelhouse I don't know dating okay so everyone our podcast episode is dating today <laughs> they can read the title welcome to the dating episode it's about to get romantic is it I don't know well I'm curious to know your thoughts because and I think we talk about dating heavily all the time um, considering that is how we first met is on a first date. <gasps> it was. Go back and listen to the first episode. Okay. Ins and out of friendship if you missed it. Um, but how did you feel comfortable? Like, I feel like when you're when you're gay, you don't get that. Or even when you're not gay. Like, because I have friends too that went through high school and like middle school, college even. Like, not going on dates. Like, never having a boyfriend or a girlfriend or anything. Um, are they them? You know, they never had that. And so... Now, as they get older, how do you enter yourself into a space of dating? What do you think is like an entry point for you to feel confident to date and also want to date? You mean like age-wise? I guess. You're, yeah, start there. Like, when did you start dating or wanting to date? I mean, I started wanting to date when I was like 10 years old. and wow. was like slobbering over every dad that walked into my school. Whoa. But I think that... Whoa! I mean, I didn't really start going on dates until like my senior year of high school, I would say. Wow. And even then, it was a little bit weird. I think when you're gay, it's like... 
you know, you have all these like heteronormative ideas of what like a date's kind of supposed to be or like how the man like, pays, the man pays you know, stuff like that. That is all of a sudden like, wait, what what do we do here? Like two men. Am I supposed to be like treated like this? Am I not supposed to be? Am I supposed to be the one like so stuff like that was always really interesting. Sure. Um, and even then, I remember feeling extremely uncomfortable going into those first couple of dates and not really knowing what to do. What were you uncomfortable about? Like people seeing you on the date or just like being in public? No, I didn't have like a fear of being seen or being in public. It was more a fear of like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Like I was just like confused. I was like, I am bored. I don't really want to do this. I don't want to give you false pretenses. Um, Because at least like it wasn't until like, I don't even know, but... I wasn't really having any like romantic feelings for anyone really. I had like tiny crushes or found people attractive, but I didn't like actually like desire someone necessarily for a while. Did Um, you, did you ever ask people on dates or were you asked on dates? Cause I think that's an interesting distinction. Um, I was asked on dates. I don't really remember asking anyone on a date until like, my sophomore no my junior year of college i asked someone on a date wow yeah so it took like four years basically to start asking people out well for me i was very delayed in time totally and i started when i was like 24 going on the dates going on the dates yeah because i don't know i felt it was just something i needed to start doing in order to meet people sure I think it also was an entry to, like, meet other gay people, too. Yeah. Like, I didn't know how to meet other gay people or, like, yeah, basically. Did you grow up with any gay people? Like, did you know any gay people at all growing up? I wouldn't... I don't know. I I think, like, my high school teacher was gay. Um... There were people that were gay. They just weren't out. Right. They are now. But I would feel like for the most part, because, I mean, I guess you were raised, well, you were raised in the South, but I was raised in the South, and it just wasn't... You were raised in more a little suburbia. Yeah. It just wasn't... I mean, we had someone who was trans in our school, but it wasn't... um, There just wasn't conversation around it. But there also wasn't, like, dating in our schools either. Like, I never... Like, the people that dated were the ones that were, like, hitched since middle school. Right. And then... Yeah, I mean, that's a distinction to make. Your high school, you were very, like, was very academically focused. Or at least the, the, the circles I ran in. I mean, yeah. the, the people... I mean, there just wasn't dating. I really right. don't... Like, not as you see in, like, movies where, like, you know, oh, you want to go on a date? Or, like, there was just no hangouts. Like, when I went and visited you in New Orleans and you guys went to, like, that pizza shop, it was, like, Scooby-Doo and the Malt Shop, you know? And I was like, because, and you guys talked about all the time, like after school, you guys would go here and hang here and do things. And like, you just had time to do shit, you know? Yeah. And like hang out. Whereas uh, the people I knew, our exciting night, this will make, um, I know someone who's listening laugh. Our exciting night was going out on a Friday night to Chick-fil-A to get chicken nuggets. And then we would go right across like right next to it was Starbucks and we would go right there and study. 
That's crazy to me. But it's also suburbia too. So you'd either have to get dropped off by your mom or someone who had, could drive, right? It wasn't until somebody had a car. Right. Like you couldn't just hop on a little tram or. Um, no, I mean, they don't really have that in the South. Or like walk somewhere. Like you'd be like, oh, I'm going to walk. Like if I had to walk, like I'd have to get on roads. Right. You know? Um, but I think when I. So when I decided to start putting myself out there, it was. I just felt so alone because I didn't know who to talk to. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if there's even, if I have any good nuggets of advice. Well, no, I mean, I think just going off of that, like I remember when I started going out, you like bringing that up being alone. Like I definitely felt that I remember like comparing myself and trying to put myself in the shoes of women. And so, like... Oh, that's interesting. Well, yeah. Like, I had all these girlfriends. And so, like, mm. my friends were, like... Some of them were, like, going out and, like, going home with guys every night. And so I was thinking, like, mm, oh, I wish I could do that. Like, I wish I could just, like, spread it open for whoever, like, at night. Because I totally would. But, <laughs> like, there were so many other things. There were so many, like, sex shamey things that I had to go around. Like, STD shame. All that stuff that I had to, like, figure out for myself. Like, things that were blocking me from doing that. Sure. And so looking at myself in that light of, like, trying to compare myself to these women was, de like, debilitating in that way. But also in the sense of, like... Yeah, like, I, I don't know. It just was, it was a different look. I was looking at a relationship differently. And I guess while I feel like I had some, like, gay people in my life, I never had, like, a gay couple in my life at all. Oh, never. And it's like, I don't really feel like I had a great example of any hetero couple, but, you know, I at least had tons of examples. There was not one actual, like, gay couple that I could, like, see. Or, yeah. Can you think of your best date that you've gone on that you really enjoyed and was like wow that was a great date yeah um or like components like if it wasn't like if you can't think of a specific experience like i mean i there's been a lot of restaurants that i've been like really excited to go to that have been super super fun well you love food i love food you so love a meal there's been like some really nice places that i've been taken out to um and then uh, Honestly, like I, I, that's I feel like really the only times I've gone on dates are like the food to restaurants oh, okay. or like movies. OK, well, you like that stuff or like to someone's house. I know the best date. I mean, like in my head, I have a best date answer right now. Oh, OK. You um, just don't want to share it. It was like a date that I went on more recently and things just like clicked really well. And then oh, yeah. like. It was nice because it like continued on for longer than just the dinner part. Sure. And conversation never really. F oh, I just hit my mic. Conversation never really like fell. Like it was able to continue from the time I like got to the restaurant to like twelve thirty when he left. Oh wow. Um. So that was nice. I would love to go on like an exciting date. That is like something I'm realizing now that I have it on. Well, um, you can set it up for yourself. I mean, you can make your own date to go on, too. Yeah, and I mean, it's also like, what do you judge? I, 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 mean, I would say my first date with you was probably one of my best dates. I mean, look, I got a lifelong friend out of it. Hello? Allegedly. Oh, our Fenway date was so fun. <laughs> I had oh, a great Fenway time one. at Fenway. No, I enjoyed that. I like an activity. I love an activity. That was the first time someone actually brought me on an activity. Oh, oh my little friend. Well, I did enjoy that as our 
best date. Totally. If you don't say that's your best date, I'm um, gonna be. I'm gonna throw something right no, now. No, I think my best first date was when it was in the summer, and this guy we decided to go on a date. It was kind of like a mutual. Let's go on a date, and we ended up going to Carson's Beach in Boston. Okay. And I brought pita chips and hummus, and he brought homemade margaritas. And we just like sat on the beach for like hours and just talked. Love. Did you continue it ever? Yeah. Oh, y'all kept dating? Well, I, well, yeah, we kept talking and. Love. Yeah. Do I know him? Yes. <gasps> That's so fun. <laughs> um, but I think that was like the first date I really went on where it felt like I hate spending money on first dates. Like. Totally. I would much rather because you know what? Actually, that's a great lead into my worst date I've been on because the the worst date I've been on was when again low stakes. I also had you know limited money at the time, and I said, "Do you want to go poor?" No. <laughs> okay, economical. And I was like, "Do you want to go for a walk?" And we went to the arboretum, which is a beautiful place to walk, and we. Decided just to, you know, look at the foliage, okay? Love foliage. <laughs> now, to go on a walking date, I would say you should wear walking shoes. Right. Or at least shoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you're outside. Totally. So I did that. I wore walking shoes, and he did not. What shoes did he wear? He wore these crusty, dusty, low-bargain Coles loafers Ooh. that are just like Sunday's worst. Bottom of the barrel. Oh yeah. Jesus. With like these jeans. And keep in mind it's the summertime. Maybe he was trying to dress up for you. Which is fine. I give it that. But he wore loafers with low cut socks. Yeah, that's weird. And so we were walking and guess what happened to his ankles? Oh, we got little like blisters. Oh, full blood. Okay. Like just, and he kept saying and his socks were white. They turn red. And so he's just like sopping around he like is, step yes. by step. And I'm like, do you want to sit down for a minute? Of course, there's like no place to sit that's like nearby. Jesus. And so I said to him, like, do you want my socks? Like, I was really trying to help Ew, him. You are that type of person. What would you have done with if, his wet socks? No, we would have thrown them away. Oh, okay. Because he was wearing hard loafers. Like, I'm wearing sneakers. He's wearing these horrible shoes. Anyway, if that wasn't the worst sign of the date, okay... Um, I went on a second date with him. Yes. Yeah. And this is just you know, app coupling together. I feel like I've told you the story. You have. Okay. But um, you haven't told the pot, which well, is important. It's important everyone learns. Um, he'll never listen anyway. So he might. Good for him. Hey. And he did, wanted to make me enchiladas, so he came over to my place. He has the ingredients. And you shit on him. No, that wasn't that date. Different Damn. one. And he decided to make me enchiladas. Now, to make enchiladas, you need uh, a chicken or something, you know? Right. A meat. The chilada. A chilada. And he brought deli meat. Oh, my God. You have totally told me this story. And that is totally Ooh. insane. Deli meat from... Stop and shop, literally smacked on the bag. It like says, Oscar Myers. They, like, yes. Sliced. That is crazy. And he he made me look, look, look at this. Made me chop it up to put it in the enchilada. 
That's really that is wild. I would have probably walked at that point. Well, I was in my house and I asked him to leave. You did. Well, after you we said you gotta go. No, after we after we ate, I was like, I don't really see like this going any further. But it was nice meeting you. And he was like, Are you sure? Like, did I do something wrong? I was like, No, I just feel like I'm like not in a really good place right now. And then, sorry. Um, He's gonna listen to this and be like, I did do something wrong. <laughs> I will say it's been a couple years, so if he remembers that, then he's also traumatized. Oh, jeez. What about you? Bad date? I'm sure you've gone on a bad date. I've gone on... So, I honestly, like, it's it's a little hard for me to think. I, like, don't... Typically with dates, like, I can make them fun. I'm really not someone that's, like, gonna necessarily, like, have a bad time. Um, I've been on a date with a mute before, and that was horrible. No, I'm sure. So, I have been on one bad date that I can think of. Okay. It was... It was like random. It was late at night and take it like it was in college. I think like a couple of weeks before I had like done a grinder hookup. Oh. Um, and so I was like feeling kind of good feeling. Yeah, I was like feeling like, okay, maybe I could do this again because we didn't like go all the way. But I was like, maybe this time's the time. So I like invited a boy, but he was like, you want to go get Waffle House? And I was like, uh, okay, I guess he wants to get to know me. Like, <laughs> Um, you like, you know, I've never been to Waffle House. Well, that's okay. I mean, like, it's fine. You don't need to go. No, I'm like, I've literally been this one time, maybe one other time before that. But. Oh, people are gonna be shaking their boots. Um, and so he picked me up in this truck. Yeah, he barely said anything, and it felt like a little off from the beginning. Yeah, we get to Waffle House. He orders one pancake. He literally is like basically just staring and like. The thing is, is that, like, it would almost be funnier if he was, like, not talking to me. I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. But he was, like, giving me these, like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like, he was just giving me these, like, one-word answers. And I remember just being, like, this is so weird that, like, at so late at night, you came and picked me up to get Waffle House. Like, He's and a- you're barely talking to me. Like, I'm, like, I like what, what was your point here? Like, I would have almost understood, like... He was planning, like, a dinner or something. But this is, like, middle of the night. Like, Waffle House is the only thing open in Austin, Texas. Like, you know what I mean? A one-cake wonder. And so I'm thinking, like, oh, he definitely wants to hook up. Like, that's the only reason I could think of. He obviously just doesn't, like, feel comfortable just coming in at first. He wants to get to know me or something like that. Sure. So we're, like, driving back. I'm, like, still trying to make conversation because I talk if people aren't talking. I start to get nervous. Yeah. I start to just, like, kind of blabble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably I started talking about music or something like that. And like, that's when it really starts to hit me is when I'm like talking to someone about music and they like, can't even like agree on like one artist or like, we're not like, they're not giving me anything. I'm like, okay, this is like, I'm like, are you serious? There's not one thing you can tell me that that you like about music, like anything, you know what I mean? Like even you who doesn't necessarily like know all the type of music that I know. And like, (laughs) I've introduced you a lot. You still have like a huge fan of like classical music. Like you still are a fan of music, even if you're not like necessarily into the same music all the time. I can name artists. But you know what I mean? But like, that's what I'm saying is that like, I was getting nothing from this boy. And so then we pulled out and I remember like, Mm. he pulled up into just like in front and I was like, Okay, like, all right, I'll see you later. Like, I remember thinking, like, do I give him a hug? Like, I don't know if I've ever left a, like, a a situation (gasps) with someone and not given them a hug. So I felt so weird. And then that was it. That was literally it. Can I pause on that and ask you, like, when I was first starting out dating, I never knew how to end the date. Yeah. Like, do you hug? Do you 
kiss. Oh no, you I like. I, I think a do. hug is appropriate. I always think a hug is appropriate. I think whether or not the like date went well, the thing is, is that you have now like sat in front of this. Look, I mean, obviously, if someone has disrespected you or something like that, oh, don't give them a hug. No, but if you've had a conversation with someone and like connected on any type of level, say it be you have the same amount of siblings. You give them, you just give them a hug. That's like, that's in me from the I South. Know. Like I just give them one hug and it's it. And if well, that's it, yeah. that's, that's done. Well, you're tactile. Plus it's also, it's a, it's a thing to see if you're going to embrace someone. Like sometimes a date might've been shitty. You might not have had anything to talk about, Ooh. but you embrace that person and Ooh, something is going like, you don't know. Yes. So I think like, I always think a hug is appropriate at the end. I think then, I mean, typically, honestly, I look to see if they're going in for it. Because I like will obviously kiss someone. I don't know. Like I'll kiss anyone, but okay. So I will go in for the kiss, but it doesn't always happen. Okay. I think it's that's good advice to give to someone. I think that's an interesting topic to bring up. Point it, to bring up. Yeah, because I still don't know how to end it ever, and I get nervous every single Toodles! time. You know, I I never know like how to say bye. Like how do you follow up and like. The whole process, I get stressed out. Yeah, no, I mean, I get that. The second, like, that's my thing is that I feel like I'm good in front of someone. I can entertain. I can, like, do it. But then I'm away. I'm overthinking every single text. Yeah. I am thinking this text is, like, they're going to read this wrong and this is going to be the end of it. They're going to somehow get this horrible all of a sudden realization to me that I am, like, some creep or something like that. Every single relationship, situationship, anything I'm in, that always happens to me. I, like, start texting this person and I'm so anxious. I'm getting so in my head. Yeah. They don't text back for 30 minutes. I'm like, w- what did I do? Why aren't they obsessed with me? I don't understand. <laughs> so how do you navigate that? Because I think my biggest challenge with dating is, like, you can go on a date. You can, like, meet somebody. But then all of a sudden it's, like, conversations around, like, it's like commitment, like how to interact, how to engage. When's the next date? Do they like me? Do I even like them? Like, I'm sure you know all these thoughts that stroll through your head, but I don't know. The problem is that there's no direct answer on how to approach these situations, and that is what gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. But in your head, and from what I'm, what I've known for you is you are the type of person to want to date. Like, you want to be in a relationship. Is that fair to say? Or... I think a lot of times, especially in the past couple months, yeah, I have started to feel like I wanted to be in a relationship. Yeah. Because I feel like you... Like, it's crazy because you can literally not date anybody or go on any dates or at least this is what I've observed or anything. And the minute you want to start, it's like the apple falls down from the tree and it's instant. For some reason, the past year, it's kind of worked out like that. But, like, that's not necessarily how it is. But that's... I think it's, like, because of the way you look and because of your personality, I think it's easier. I think you're all, your mind is also open to it, too. So you're more welcoming to that into your life. I don't know if I'm more welcoming. I mean, maybe. If you perceive me that way, you perceive me that way. And I can see that. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, no, I've definitely like been kind of allowing it more into my life. Um, I don't see, I, I don't know. I, I crave the relationship sometimes. What I do know is that I don't necessarily crave sex. And that's something that like being in relationships has taught me is that like, it's not the sex that I'm craving. It is that like emotional, <clears throat> emotional connection with someone, like a connection with someone. It's that like physical want to be there with each other naked, yeah. not necessarily the sex itself. Well, we've talked about this before. Right. That 
are and I actually actually I talked with a friend of mine about this as well because I was curious to know because I feel like sometimes we battle ourselves between like ins and outs opposites you know whatever because for me dating or uh, relationships or whatever you want to classify as an interaction with another person that involves a romantic or sexual experience I crave more of the physical validation Right. Right. And I want someone to talk about my body that is so complimentary. That is, you know, whether it's my facial features, my eyes, my, you know, like, even if I don't outwardly show, like, you know, oh, don't worry about that. Like, internally, it's like so gratifying, you know? Whereas for you, you crave on the other end that emotional aspect that your mind, your intelligence, your thoughts, like, you love that connection with another person, whether it is, I think honestly from like, you could say even from like a dating or sexual standpoint, but I also think from like friendships and people as well. Like you want people to see you for that versus just a pretty face and a hot bod. No, I know. Yeah. It's really hard being the prettiest girl in the room sometimes. And like, (laughs) I have to fight every day to be like, I have a brain. I have a voice. Do you hear that? It's just, yeah. What is that? What do you hear it? Um, Wait, do you hear it? No, I don't hear it. Brad. Oh, um, it's the tiniest violin in the world. Oh. Um, I, I want to go back to a point you were talking about a little bit of a while ago of like, how do, how do I deal with that like anxiety? Sure. Um, and something that I learned from my first relationship, when I went into my first relationship, I knew the anxiety was happening. It was during coronavirus. Like I was already so anxious about that. Sure. That I like was able to recognize these. And luckily I got into my first like real relationship um, knowing a lot more about my mental health than I had in the past. Okay. So I said from the very beginning to this boy, I am just going to say something like I'm going to, if I'm feeling something, I'm going to say it. Sure. I want you to know that I'm being honest with you. Like I, I think practicing honesty is the best way to deal with that anxiety. Yeah. Because be open. Yeah. I mean, the, but it's, it's not so much of like be honest and you're going to be good. Like it is a really good way of like, if you're honest, that's the easiest way to actually see if you're going to connect with someone yes. like emotionally or not. And yeah. you, anytime you like are fake, which I have also done in my past relationships of like almost playing defense and like just taking whatever they say and like running with it and trying to like attach myself to that or like be like, you know what I mean? Instead of, just being myself and allowing us to connect together. I tried to force connection sometimes. Yeah, I get that. Um, Cause you so, want it to work for sure. You want more than anything for it to work. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that's my best way that I've found to deal with anxiety because especially if you do live that way, once you find someone that is also that way, yeah, that's when like, I feel like something special happens. I think another reason why, I don't want to say easy because it gives a, a different impression that I'm wanting to give, but you've been in different relationships or situationships before. And so I, for me, visually, it's like if you've had this muscle that you've kind of used before, you're learning every time. Totally. You know, I'll say, yeah, I have like, I mean, if we're going to preface this, because I don't want to say that I am like any type of relationship expert. I no. have one actual relationship that has been defined. That was like four months long. We we're talking for like four months before that too. So like, I mean, it was a, it was a relationship and I have had a couple situationships that have meant something to me. I've had a couple that don't mean anything to me. And, um, but that's really the extent of my dating history. I am not like, 
No, I think that's great. I think that's, I mean, there are people who are serial daters who are constantly hopping on to the next guy, the next guy. There are people that I find myself in where it's like, I feel like I've reached a point. I know a lot of people who have said this to me were like, I've never been in a relationship. I've never dated anybody. I don't even know what that looks like. And so at this point, it's kind of like a little scary because if I go into a relationship, what if that's my last one? So I think that like you can't be scared to go into your first relationship because here's the thing is that relationships aren't like made out to be this like perfect thing in the movie that's like going back to like this heteronormative standard of like us watching all these movies of like falling in love with your great true person like that is so fictional for these high school people to be falling in love in this great way like what I've realized is every relationship is teaching me something more and preparing me for the next one. I went into my first relationship thinking like, oh my God, am I going to be with this person for like the rest of my life? Like, and getting out of it, like I went through a year. It took me a year to get over the, like my first relationship really. Like I was still crying a year after we broke up and, but all of that, like everything that it took me through brought me to the next area. And I'd say my next, like, relationship that I had made me think and realize so many more things about myself. I realized so much more about my, I realized, I realized so much about myself in the first relationship. Yeah. In that next relationship, I realized so much more about myself in the next one. I even realized even more. It's like just these layers on top of layers and more experience. And so being scared to start while I get it is crazy because <laughs> until you start, like you're, you'll never know. You're literally not going to like, you literally do have to just start. And I wouldn't say you're like, you've already started. I, I think, think what's so. I think what's interesting is that dating. Okay. So like, what's the definition of dating? I think it's a mutually agreed upon status that you're setting up boundaries and parameters in a relationship, whether that means that you're going to be a monogamous relationship with someone where you're only going to spend time with them in a sexual way and make a consistent um, basis to interact with them, a polygamous relationship, open relationship, however you want to define it, you're kind of going into a, like, I think dating is another step up from a friendship, right? In terms of like commitment and time and effort that you want to put into this person. So if like the person you're having sex with right now would you consider that a friendship no i wouldn't i would consider that just a um i mean you're just hooking up there's no there's no parameters you can be friends with somebody you're hooking up with if you have like i don't i don't know i guess i would think like if you have any type of connection with anyone like you're dating yeah but and then you like become exclusive of like okay we are dating we're not necessarily like boyfriend and boyfriend but we're dating everyone yeah and then you become boyfriends later That's i don't know how it would come in my mind i would think i don't know because but i think my roommate felipe told me like no if i'm exclusive with someone that means i'm in, in the relationship we're mm. boyfriend and boy boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever because it's like why would i be exclusive with someone that's not gonna put the label on it or tie me down well that makes sense but to me it's like but you're having a conversation around like we're gonna be exclusive right like and that's that's how you want your relationship up i know people who are in open relationships and they're like we're committing to each other but we're also gonna be able to you know have sex with whoever we want however yeah. they want to set that up i guess i'm just i'm a very monogamous person 
That's okay. And so when I get into things, I typically just stick with one person. A lot of times because I like have no time to even begin to deal with <laughs> one other type of human being. But yes. Um. So it's hard for me, I guess, to just understand like those types of things. Because sometimes I feel like I've like been exclusive almost with someone. Like they've brought me around. Sure. They've like introduced me. Like I think they've like given off hints to other people that like don't touch him and in a way bringing me around and stuff like that has kind of given off hints for other people like, like ownership in a know? way yeah. but it's not like we're dating so I guess I don't know it's just hard and I've been like but you have to talk with the person and say well what are we doing exactly you honesty know? obviously I haven't been that honest <laughs> with you no, but you've been learning. You know, that's the thing. And no, one hundred percent. And I don't, I don't know either. Like, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how it manifests itself. You know what I'm really learning is that this is the last episode we ever do without backrest. Like, oh, your back is hurting that much. This is so stupid. Is your posture bad? So bad. Well, you know what? I will say. I think we should pause at this moment. Although I do enjoy our conversation. Mm-hmm. I think we should do potentially a part two down the road. I think there's just so much to dive in with dating. Totally. There's a lot to dive in with dating. With and the- we could also take some of your questions. If you have questions for us about dating. Yes. I will take any of your questions anytime. They're not going to give us any questions. Don't speak like that. I interact with people. I do too. Sure. Sure. Sometimes there's me saying <laughs> hi to you guys. It was funny. You said hi to one of my friends. Like, thanks for listening. And I'm like, what is this goof saying? I like, know. Sometimes it's a little awkward because I don't I'm like, know I know this person. Friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say 90% of the time, if they're talking to us, I know them. Oh. Um, should we dive into our hot and the ugly of the weeks? Ooh, okay. Let's, let's do it. Do you know yours? Because I've been thinking about mine all day, all week, and... I've had such a hard time thinking of like what's been hot since this week has just been a crazy cluster. Okay. So if you want to go with yours first. No. Well, you've been thinking the whole week. You I know. I haven't even landed on one. I mean. <sighs> okay. So you want me to go? Yeah. My new pillows are oh. so comfortable. <gasps> oh, my new pillows. <sighs> now what? The brand, the bamboo, what's it called? Oh, they're so hard and bamboo-y and miracles. Miracle bamboo pillow. Give they're us They're so good, y'all. Like, so Brett, like, got us a, got me to a price match in TJ Maxx because they didn't have price tags on them. So I got them, I think, for, like, a discount, honestly. Great. They're, like, incredible. My, like, head feels supportive. I swear I, like, snore less. I mean, I'm not awake, obviously, to hear, but I'm, like, thinking I snore less because I'm sleeping really well. Yeah. Um, I well, think the first night I had them, I slept through my alarm, honestly. Well, you twinks, and I've realized this, for some reason, y'all don't have pillows. I don't know what is it. Y'all sleep flat as flat as flat as yourselves. My mom bought me these other ones. You know what? I haven't slept on with. I haven't slept on these ones, but... The you one, have slept on this one. Yeah, I don't even remember because it was so flat. Um, <laughs> and... I had another experience where it was flat, flat, flat. And I'm like, these men need to grow up and get some pillows so you can get some sleep. They got flat pillows, but not that flat of a chest. Sure. You want to feel? Look, you can like grab something. I don't see anything there. You may not see, but I feel. And the words of Maya Angelou. Look. Everyone's getting a good show of those. Something on this side too. You know, just moving skin isn't. No, I well, yeah, because I got see it's not the same. Oh, it's, when I'm doing it, I it's like there's some hard part in my. Oh, I can like flex it. I've always wanted to do the little titty the pop. Peck, where I the go. peck bounce. 
All right. You know what? I will actually. Okay, I just thought of my heart. I'm excited because you haven't even gone yet. Jesus. Okay, I'm excited because we are planning Pride activities. We already have P Town in the books. Yeah. And now we are going to Gay Bashed. Oh, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> you were Cobra the, Baby Tate! You were the most excited about this, and I'm telling you, I'm excited about this. I'm nervous for you. Why? Because it's a drug fueled dance rave. Like. Okay. So and that's what happens? Not very you. It is not very me. Um, and I probably won't see you the whole night, but. No, it's not like a hookup thing, though. No, but, but you'll probably be. Living it up Bopping around Yeah I hope you be bopping around with me I'll be looking But I would like to say that I guessed the lineup Yes Accurately yeah. It was so hard to figure it out It was It took me like a d- two days You figured it out instantly I figured out You were like It's Cobra three. and Baby Tate and I No was like, I thought it was Cobra And then I was thinking it was someone else For the longest time And then later on on Monday I was like Oh my god it's Baby Tate Duh I thought we agreed to that When we first saw the message No no Oh all right, well, then what's ugly for you? What's been ugly? Um, not, the, not these pillows. No, so my ugly, and I actually haven't told you about this. What? I had a really, really horrible time with this pork shoulder. Have you ever tried to cook a pork shoulder? No, I can't say I have. Well, on Monday, I accidentally, when I was coming home from your house, because I slept over at Brett's on Sunday, and so then I came home Monday morning, went to the grocery store before work. Oh, you did? Bought some stupid I wanted to make like pork I don't know it was I thought a it was stew? gonna be cheap no uh. but I thought it was gonna like a pork roast like I thought it was gonna be cheap and like a, a lot of food easy I buy it with the stupid bone in it it oh. takes four freaking ever it's so fatty and greasy and gross that it makes me want to vom Ola all over this entire apartment oh no I had to like save it so many times so basically like I bought it Monday morning. I didn't really get to start eating it until like Wednesday night because I had to like cook it and save it and fix it and do all this thing and call my dad who's a chef like eight oh, times. God. So screw the pigs. <laughs> screw pork. I'm over it. That sounds like a very ugly. Fuck the shoulders. Oh, I wouldn't do the shoulder. I'm, I'm more of the bacon fat. You know, whatever mm. the bacon does, whatever that is. I recently heard that bacon's one of the worst things you can put in your body. Oh, it is. I put it in my Caesar salad dressing wraps all the time. Oh, no. It's so bad for you. The sodium content, the cholesterol is the worst thing you can probably take. Um, ugly for me? Honestly, what can I... I have so many uglies. Honestly, this weather is ugly. Plans are ugly. Like, I need to have consistency right now. And totally. And I am just frustrated at this cold weather. Yeah, I think the weather that needs to end. Yeah. Okay, this snow, no. This ice, know, no. But it's like so close. We're so close. It's not even funny. We are close, and I would just, I just need it to be. I don't even care if it's cold. It just has to be above thirty-two degrees, and totally. I'll be happy with thirty-two. Totally. This six degrees, negative degrees. We're not into it. I'm not into that. No, no, it's not helping me. I agree. All right. So another hot podcast in the books. Oh my gosh! A, a Thank di- y'all for listening. A different background. Oh right, we should acknowledge that we're in my room today. We are. Um, I drove into the city, and we're filming here. That's why we're also on this bed so close to each other. Why we don't have backrests. Yeah, and he dressed up to look like this. For I did fun. not dress up. This is like I'm going to a '70s disco night after. So yeah, have fun. Party. All right. Bye. Aww, I'll see you later. All right, roll us out. All right, bye everyone. I hope you like like us on our TikTok and follow us on our Instagram and yes. all the socials and all the 
fun little tappity tap taps. Um, make sure you like stream. Follow us on the Spotify and the Apple Podcast. Jesus, like, I can't do this right now. Top to bottom pod. See, top to bottom pod. <laughs> I see. It's not as easy as you think it is. It's not when you're like put on the spot like that. It Usually is true. I'm ready to fly because yeah. I'm ready to correct you, but. But now I'm correcting you to make sure you say it's top to bottom pod everywhere. TikTok, Instagram. Also, rate and review us. You have to rate us five stars and then go in the little comment box and say love. Love. Yeah. Just give us something. Give us anything. We got to get up. We're at 4.4. And Apple Podcasts. I would like to get to 1,000 followers by, I don't know, St. Patrick's Bay. What's that? Seventeen? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we could do it. We're at like six fifty or something it's right like now. It's like February twenty second or something like that. So yeah, we have a little less than a month. We can do that. Let's do it. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.